Welcome back. Welcome back to the Break the Bell podcast. Bill, you're not in your usual spot. No, I am remote. Live from Gulf Shores, Alabama. Nice. Um, What's the weather like down there? Oh, gorgeous. 90 degrees, sunny. Um, Yeah, just a, you know, it doesn't get any better. So, yeah, yeah, I I even, I'm wearing my shark-appropriate shirt. Oh, what's that say? Um, Live every week like it's, I can't see the bottom, Shark Week. There you go. Live every week like it is Shark Week. That seems appropriate for your... uh, your expedition you're going on now aren't you you're you're hunting sharks is that what you're doing right yeah, now yeah. I, my my game plan this uh week is i'm going to wrestle a shark <laughs> and I, I will make sure it's videoed and and turned in for you, you guys can see next week if that, that happens that is a fantastic idea um make sure you wear your gopro and make sure if the shark's about to eat you you throw the gopro to the shore <laughs> so somebody can retrieve it because um yeah. i think we'll I, we, as in me, will be a millionaire if I if I have that video footage for the podcast later. Um, I, I will set you up. <laughs> what's that? I will set you up with that. <laughs> yes, nice. Um, we mentioned last week that, that Bill's going to be uh, going on a much-needed family vacation this week, and um, we are blessed with his presence. Even though he's on a family vacation, he's taking time away from his family right now and from the ocean and the sunset of the beach to be here and uh, record this podcast because that's how dedicated Bill is to you guys. Yes. I, I'm currently in the in the conference room where I will be sleeping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> because your wife kicked you out of the room because you said, sorry, I'm going to bail on our vacation. <laughs> Yep, priorities it's during the day though you know it's how you'd actually be sitting on the beach but you had to work so it's true I, I tried to get the day off but somebody else already had the day off so um they want to let me have the day off so uh, we're back um then we are in the f- week five of this um we are just pushing right along and yeah we are still in the middle of the shit uh the whole I guess protests still going on. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's still going. Uh, they're making sure nobody forgets, which you know is good. But you know, it's. I think the ones that are going now are the ones that are you know, again maybe have an alternative agenda, right? So, which we kind of about. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. We've talked about kind of the um, the different groups and agendas that are involved in these things, not just Black Lives Matter, like what's surrounding it, what's inside of it. I think in the next week or so, we're going to kind of dig into maybe what's at the core of Black Lives Matter or who's funding it and mm-hmm. stuff. We want to do it this week, but it just didn't really work out with you being gone and um, stuff going on. So I think yeah, this... I know. That bomb on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was all prepared for it, and then you're like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that this week." So I'm like, "All right." So this week we're going to be kind of just uh, a little looser format, a little looser atmosphere with Bill being on vacation. We don't want to put too much stress on him because he's kind of trying to be in de-stress mode right now. So um, we're going to kind of shoot from the hip. We're still going to give you what's going on in the world, um, what's going on around the country. And we're going to hit on some topics, but we might not dig as deep as we have in the last few weeks, but that's okay. Um, It's nice to just kind of relax a little bit and not have to worry about it and let Bill enjoy his vacation. So I do have a couple of things to 
get into. First of all, Bill, um, you had said that because you're down in the deep south, like the deep, deep yeah, south. Yeah, the pretty south. Um, what's the what's the atmosphere like down there? As far as not not the weather, but as far as like the um, um, people's responses to all the stuff going on, because um, you got like the Confederate uh, statues being knocked down, Confederate flags being taken down, and stuff like that. What are have you have you heard any responses, or are your is your family like having any response to that? You know, it's funny because um, it's laid back as fuck back out here. <laughs> I mean. So they just don't seem to care at all. Uh, I mean, they're not like getting outraged or anything like that. No, there, there's been like some pro peaceful protests with the police um, that all the Confederate statues are still up. Um, all the Confederate flags are still up. We drove by a, a big one on the way down to my dad's and it was, uh, what was it? The, um, it was Legion of the Sons of the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, this Confederate flag was freaking huge. I mean, we're talking bigger than Perkins flag that's so, freaking big and nobody's nobody's pushing for that to come down or anything no not at all not at all i've seen uh one person down here that has a t-shirt that says um can't breathe um but other than that i mean you wouldn't know anything's going on so is there um like diverse cultural um is it pretty diverse down there or is it mostly white or is there a a lot of African-American it's, down there or Hispanics? It's or pretty diverse. Yeah. I mean, as far as uh, there's quite a few African-Americans down here. Okay. From what I've seen. So. Yeah. I have a friend who lives, whose whole family's from North Carolina and a lot of them do wear like Confederate flags and stuff like that and say it's their mm-hmm. heritage and stuff. So I had messaged him when the whole Confederate, like the military had released a um, statement saying they were going to ban the use of the confederate flag on bases and facilities and stuff like that and so i messaged him because he's he's in the military i was like hey this this happened um i was like how what do you think about that he's like yeah who cares he's like it was kind of already implemented in the military anyway they just made it an official thing so that way just to kind of appease everyone so it's kind of that same um yeah i i not really buying into it i don't really care attitude you just yeah you just shut yourself off I know. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So, um, yeah. So not not as much down there. Is there a lot of col- colleges in that area, or is that not um, really Auburn? Auburn is in a around Montgomery, which is where my dad kind of lives around. Um, but you know, haven't seen really seen much. A lot of college students down around here, but you know, they, they seem like they just want to party. All right. Um, it seems like a lot of the college towns are the ones that are. Um, having the most reactions up in the north, at, at least. Yeah, and I mean, even like you go to a bar or something, and you know they're just playing classic baseball games or you know classic Alabama games. They're not, you know, no news or anything on them. So um, I want to go yeah, south, I, then I want to get away from all this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. There's no trace of it, to be honest. Well, you went to the right spot for your vacation, then you didn't go to like. Uh, Minneapolis or something like that. So you you probably made the right call by by design. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, a couple other things to talk about before we actually kick off the intro. This is just some pre-show BS because I haven't seen Bill in like two or three days. So we got to catch up a little bit, and you guys got to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we had 
kind of having some issues uh, with our our Facebook page and and sharing and stuff that I just wanted to point out. I kind of pointed it out on the the Break the Bell forum is that we will post stuff up and we will pay to have that boosted. Like you can pay to have it boost, like spread to more of an audience. And um, so you pay like 10 bucks a week and it spreads to like up to a thousand people, they say. And who knows if they're legit or they're bots or whatever. But it seems like since we paid for a couple of those posts to get boosted, our organic posts that we don't boost, our own audience that we've accrued organically is not really seeing that. So, like, we'll make a post, and you can see how many people have viewed it or have seen it, and it'll say, like, nine people have seen it. And it's just really frustrating that Facebook has that kind of control over what we do. Even our own yeah. our own Facebook friends that we brought in ourselves can't even see some of our stuff. So um, I had thrown out there last week, I was, and I had explained this in the forum and on my own page that this is going on, and it's kind of a popularity contest. So the more that people share it and the more that people interact with it, the more it's visible. So I just said, hey, um, this is going on. We're having issues um, being visible. So could you you guys share it around? And um, we actually had a pretty good number of people share it around and support us. And um, yeah. most, most of them were, were friends and stuff like that. But I, I had said that um, I would make it up to you and... The first thing I want to do to make it up to you is give you all a big old shout out on here for sharing that around. And um, I apologize if I didn't see that you shared it, because like I said, Facebook doesn't let you see everything that your friends do. And so um, if I if I miss you, I apologize. Uh, you can call me out later and um, I'll give you a shout out on a later episode. But uh, the people I did see that shared it, I'm just going to read off here this list. I've got Tyler. Robert S, Robert H, Dustin, Megan, Austin, Sam, Justin, Alan, Ryan, and Beth. And so I just want to say a big thank you because you guys supporting us is what um, gets the reach out there and um, help us, helps us get bigger as as we get our, our name out there and we get more people hearing, we can do bigger and better things. For example, like like on YouTube. If, um, like, I don't know if you know this, but we can't even do a YouTube live with our phones unless we have 500 subscribers. Like, they don't allow that. So, I did not know that. It, yeah, you can do Facebook, or not Facebook, YouTube live from, like, a PC or a desktop or something like that. But as far as, like, a mobile device, you have to have 500 subscribers. And to hmm. have a personalized um, YouTube domain like youtube slash break the bell podcast or whatever you have to have a thousand subscribers so the more people we get interacting with this the more stuff just like even basic stuff like that we are able to do so um again a big thanks to all those people that did share it around and uh if you are listening to this if you are watching on youtube go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you like what you're hearing uh share it around like it do all that stuff because like i said it's a popularity contest uh, they're not going to push stuff that people aren't interacting with. So the more you interact, the more we're, we are able to do. So just wanted to cover that. Just a little little um, shop talk there, I guess you could call it. But I think with that, you got anything else for this intro before we get into the video? 
You know, I, I can't, except for I've had a couple people message me saying that uh, they got pretty trashed playing our little drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> I had somebody say, oh, a drinking game. I'm like, good luck. And then the, they'll be messaging me later. I'm like, you didn't follow the rules because you wouldn't be talking right now if you actually followed the rules. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> if you want to play the drinking game again, if you didn't hear last week, we have a, a, a thing like I like to say um a lot when I'm trying to think of something to say. And Bill likes to say, you know, yeah. so uh, we had a thing where every time you heard that, you take a shot. And so I think we got to like maybe 150 shots last episode. <laughs> So don't no just know of so <laughs> do, don't die please don't die we we do not endorse not we do not, not endorse it. drinking yourself to death so uh, please don't do that uh, but otherwise we are gonna get into this intro video right now. What did you say? You talking to me? What what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? There's too many men, too many people, too many problems. And we're back. Yeah. What's up? How's it going? Hey, we're back. You are good, good. All right. Um, it's going to be a little bit uh, trickier this time because over Zoom, we can't just like talk over each other like we're used to doing because Zoom likes to um, bump whoever's talking or just lets me talk louder than Bill because I'm better, I guess. It likes me better. Um, no, um, it's just a little more difficult on Zoom, and we haven't really done this format before, so bear with us. Like I said, um, we are doing this for you because we didn't want to leave you high and dry for a week. So, um, like I said, this is going to be a little looser format, but we have... We still got good stuff. Yeah, we still got plenty to cover. Lots of stuff to cover. Because there's still, like we said, lots of stuff going on in the country, uh, lots of yeah. protests going on. Um, Supreme Court things going on once again. Bill, you said you yeah, had like a couple. Last time that uh, there was some big stuff coming up. Um, so this uh, this last week, uh, we had a case on abortion uh, from Louisiana, uh, where Louisiana, there was a Louisiana law that said a doctor had to have um, uh, admitting privileges to a local hospital to be able to perform an abortion. What and does that mean exactly? That they would have to be able to... Um, um, have residency at a hospital so they could admit a patient um, in case something were to happen. Oh, gotcha. And that's not usually the case. Usually doctors are their own, that do abortions are their own independent entity, pretty much. And uh, what they found were these hospitals, um, you know, being in the Bible Belt, 
they were using that to prevent doctors from performing abortions, um, saying, well, sorry, uh, you don't have admitting privileges. Well, I had admitting privileges last week. Well, you don't this week. You know, so they're making it, making it political, obviously. Right. So that went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court threw it out and said you can no longer use that as a benchmark. So that's gone. Which it makes sense that you would need to have privileges because something terrible could go wrong in an abortion. Right. So, um, I mean, that whether you agree with abortion or not, it is. I think we can all agree that something bad could happen during a pre- any procedure. Really, you could go in for like an ingrown toenail, and something bad could go wrong where you need to get admitted to the hospital. So that part makes sense, but I do understand how it can be politicized like everything else in the world is where, um, hey, you're an uh, abortion doctor? Uh, yeah, we're not going to allow that at all. You you don't have these privileges anymore. Right, exactly. So the Supreme Court said no bueno, and they threw that one out. Um, also, um, this one went in favor of Donald Trump, uh, where uh, for immigrants, they decided that they must prove a reasonable fear of their country that they're leaving to gain refuge in the United States um, at with the immigration officials. So previously that there would be a hearing to conduct whether or not they should fear for their lives. Now they have to prove it to the immigration official. There is no hearing. And if they can't prove it, they get booted out. So in order to seek asylum, is that what you're talking about? That's it. Yeah. Seeking asylum. So um, how does that how does that really change from what was going on now before they got to go see a judge to de- decide? Right. Yeah. They could they would be basically be housed in the country. Then they would go in front of a judge and they would be able to plead their case and um, they would have a lawyer and everything to kind of help them, you know, seek that asylum. Now they don't get the hearing. They have to prove it to whatever officials they're, that are being interviewed at the time. And if mm. they can't prove it, they're immediately deported. I'm not sure what I think about that one either because, again, yeah. you can get differing opinions. You could get a very uh, more welcoming border agent that says, yeah, yeah, that sounds legit. Or you could get some asshole that's like, no, no, I don't, don't agree with that at all. I don't. Even if I did, I don't give a shit. So, no, you're not coming in. So it's yeah. just leaving it up to the individual to decide. Yeah, so. right. Exactly. Yeah. So you would think something that important when there's life and death that, you know, they would go that way. So I don't know. You know, the Dream Act went against Trump. This one's going for him. I I don't know. So the issue we have is you get people that are on waiting lists for these court dates for, what, years at a time sometimes. So, yeah, you taxpayer money is having to, to house them and feed them. And, again, it's it depends really what side of the fence you sit on. I honestly don't even know what side of the fence I sit on anymore with, with um, immigration status. I do think everything should be done legally, but I think it's already a huge pain in the ass to, to have done le- legally. And yeah. I think, don't you have, you know, some people that have had to go through the process before. How yeah. long does that yeah, usually yeah. take? Oh, about two, three years and at minimum $12,000. So, I mean, it is, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, but I do think, I, I think they need to make it a lot easier for people. Um, I mean, the most important thing 
to me with immigration is that you know who's coming into the country mm-hmm. and that you're able to keep track you know the whole making them take three years numerous legal interviews you know court hearings pay twelve thousand dollars out the rear i mean to me that's just excessive well how many of them you know, like disappear uh, into the country in that three years well yeah exactly while while you're waiting so yeah. it's yeah yeah it's a complicated situation and ties lots of red tape, you know, in a system that's already blown to shit. Yeah, it's oh, and super broken. This is something that actually uh, Trump signed an executive order for. This is side note, but apparently he's cutting seventy uh, percent of the budget on on ice. Seventy so, percent uh, on ice? Really? I thought he yeah. was pro ice. Well, he is, but it's the people that allow the immigrants, the people that work with the immigrants is the side that he's cutting. So it's going to be a lot more difficult for people to get in the country. Yeah, that's that's a mess right there. And that's obviously going to boost his approval ratings on on certain sides of the fence. Well, it's going to boost on one side, but it's going to drop drastically on the other side. Yeah. So it's it's a mess. Um, Speaking of fence, um, (laughs) there's a Two things dealing with Trump's wall. Uh, the first one is apparently environmentalists have tried to challenge Trump's wall, saying that it's going to be an environmental disaster, displace millions of animals and plants and and tear up the ground, and that it's going to be a total mess. And the Supreme Court said, we don't care. It's not really an issue. May proceed with the wall. Yeah. So. Well, you see all the protests and stuff over, like, digging oil pipelines and stuff like that, which... Which you could argue is way more invasive because if there's an oil spill, I mean that that's right. a mess. But yeah, I mean yeah, a wall would, I guess, displace animals. It'll keep them from traveling back and forth. But so do so do freeways. Freeways do the right. same thing, right. yeah. and Absolutely. nobody protests the building of freeways and uh, interstates and roads and stuff like that. Well, <laughs> even in Cedar Rapids, that Highway 100 bypass that they were working on was. Mm-hmm shut down for like six seven years because they had to relocate butterflies <laughs> i did not know that <laughs> yeah yeah how do you relocate huge... butterflies <laughs> with a big net <laughs> i guess i guess um fly away butterfly go over there so did they do they did they build new homes for the butterflies or did they just um relocate them and say you're on your own you're fucked uh, basically, I think they relocated and said they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Poor freaking butterflies. Right. <laughs> wow. Wow. So yeah. so I'm sure we'll get all kinds of uh, protests over that, too. People oh, uh, yeah. picketing the wall and stuff, trying to stop the bulldozers and stop the, the, yeah. the building crews and stuff like that. Yeah. And the, the last legal thing is uh, an appeals court came out and said that Trump cannot use military funding to build his wall. Apparently, that was a loophole that Trump thought he could use to get the funds he wanted. Where so. did he get that idea? Where, where <laughs> do you think that loophole was was valid? I, I think he thought it was a, like a defense issue. So defense. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> We're going to build defense with defense funds. <laughs> he totally misunderstood that. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, sir, uh it's not pronounced defense it's the fence uh, uh, I, you're saying the same thing I, I i don't i don't understand the difference 
Sounds exactly the same to me. I, I, I see your mouth moving, but I hear the same words. <laughs> oh, it's like when Stewie Griffin was like trying to pronounce cool, cool whip. And he's like, cool, cool whip. Yeah. It's like cool, cool whip, whip, cool whip, cool whip. Oh, man. Our freaking commander in chief. He is yeah. a genius among men. He is the best, the smartest, the most smartest man that's ever walked the planet. Um, What's that? His brain is huge. (laughs) Yes. Um, All of these, all of these Supreme Court cases that were being decided, all they do is make the country more divisive, more separated and polarized because like the abortion thing, um, whether it passed or didn't pass, um, you got people on both sides that are going to scream far against it or far for it. And then you got the immigration thing. That's clearly uh, going to cause a lot of the the people crying babies in cages uh, to, oh, yeah. to get more upset that we're sending them back without, without a, a trial or without a hearing or anything like that. So um, then you got the wall. Obviously, the wall's been a contentious issue for at least mm-hmm. four years now, or at least since uh, Trump's started talking about it when he was running back in 2015, 2016. So, yeah, let's just keep on working at dividing our country up because that's what we do in this country because we don't, we don't want to unite anymore we just want to stay on our two polarized sides because that's the yeah. way the united states runs yeah exactly i thought i had seen an article this week that said something about them having to release the kids out of the cages but um but i i couldn't find it so so I'll keep an eye out i mean are are they i mean it goes back and forth are they actually in cages like pens like like you you think of cages or is it still just like the boarding type houses or like the right. kind of um yeah prison type you know like the low mat the minimum security prison type setting right yeah exactly yeah and i mean they got a cage or, or cage cheese they got a fence around the complex they're staying but it's not like a Sarah McLaughlin video where these kids are climbing in <laughs> cages. Which is, you see the pictures of that though, and then you see how it's just kids playing behind like a gate, and they took like an up yeah. close shot. And it, like I said, it's all just just to get you screaming about it. And mm-hmm. I I guarantee you, it's not as humane as we would like it to be, or people are trying to say it is. I guarantee you, um, it is a big mess. But I guarantee you, it's not as bad as the other side saying too. So. I mean, uh, yeah. it, it's it's the whole thing's a mess, and like the whole country's yeah. a mess, and we're never going to come to an understanding because nobody wants to. Well, and it's just like the whole chop thing, you know. Unless you're there, you know, you're hearing two different sides, you know. It's so it's like, you know, you just take the pieces that you can and try to put something together that resembles reasonable thought. Um, you know, it's. I had the privilege of, you know, Katrina, you know, when that was going on and everybody was, you know, going off about, you know, Bush, how he dropped the ball and everything like that. And, you know, my dad actually sat in on those meetings because he was in charge of disaster relief for Alabama. And, you know, he said, 
you know, Bush sat there and said, you guys need to tell me what you need and we'll make it happen. And the, you know, uh, mayor of New Orleans was like, no, we're, we're good. We got this. You know, so it's like, you know, the, the sides you don't hear. Yeah. Yeah. You hear what you want to hear. You hear what they tell you to hear. And that's why we say over and over on this show, take Take in what you can and make thoughts for yourself, like formulate yeah. your own opinions, because you're not getting the full story anywhere, no matter what side you're on, no matter, even if they say we're fair and biased media, there's a good chance they're not, because no, no human being is unbiased. Yeah. I mean, everyone yeah. has their own pre-consisted ideas based on their morales, their upbringing and stuff, mm -hmm. so they're... um unconscious bias or subconscious bias is going to play a part in it regardless of how unbiased they say they are. So make your own yeah. freaking thoughts. Well, and one of the things that got me this week was, you know, I've made no secret. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump, but when the New York times releases that an anonymous source has said that Russia is paying bounties to the Taliban to take out us soldiers and everybody all of a sudden starts, you know, Oh, and that Trump knew about it. You know, then everybody starts jumping on that bandwagon. It's like, okay, I can come out and say an anonymous source told me anything mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean it happened. You know, it's like, who's the source? Back it up because that's a huge thing to throw out there and say. I'm my own anonymous source and I said this. It's like, you can say <laughs> I whatever. I almost posted something about that. Oh, anonymous source said that uh, Biden has his head so far up his own ass that <laughs> he got lost because he forgot whose ass's head was up. <laughs> in what country that ass was in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. In the times we live in. But again, um, please make your own thoughts up. You you started bringing up CHOP. We can kind of segue into CHOP because uh, last episode, we recorded <laughs> last Sunday, I think, and we released on Wednesday. And last Sunday, um, you had stated that the mayor of Seattle was kind of setting up a more permanent structure for them. They were making a more permanent thing and building permanent barriers and stuff. And then come right. Wednesday, I think it was exactly Wednesday, the day we released it, all of a sudden it comes out that the mayor is now disbanding CHOP. So yeah. as yeah. people are listening to us saying that the mayor is making this permanent, uh, articles are being released that she's disbanding it because she can't make up her own yeah. damn mind fucking mayor it's like we're trying to run a show here <laughs> exactly that's the problem with current event shows unless you're recording it the day of it could change on the spot right. it could change tomorrow yeah. now we're recording this monday so we're only a couple days out but still all of this could go away and be completely different by the time this releases so um yeah. i guess so, we'll start have to having a daily show i guess I think we need to. I think it's a moral imperative. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who doesn't do the editing for hours a week. <laughs> this is true. This is true. It's easy for me to say. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, so yeah, they were going to make it permanent if they made their area smaller. And so they poured concrete borders for this. But then there was, there was a couple <laughs> shootings. And so the mayor said, no, it's got to come down. And well, I'm sorry. And then Chop said they decided to go back to their original borders and screw the half thing. And a couple people got shot. The mayor said it has to come down. 
they were going to run bulldozers through and people decided to lay in front of the bulldozers so they couldn't get through and demolish. I've got an article here I can I can show yeah. about that. Hang on just a second. All right. Do you see my article? I do see your article. All right. This is titled, this is from Newsweek, it's titled, uh, Seattle Police Protesters and Protesters Bra- Brace for Violence as Mayor Orders Chop Cleared. So this was on the 23rd, so probably exactly a week ago, six days ago. So it says, some Seattle police officers are concerned that disbanding the autonomous zone being occupied by protesters could turn violent. No way. Did, did you see that coming? Not at all. No? I'm blind. <laughs> Since officers can't use pepper spray or tear gas to force people to disperse, some officers say their only course of action could be batons and firearms. Great, that sounds much better than pepper spray and tear gas. <laughs> let's just... Let's just go with firearms and batons because that that's our only other option. I think they should just put Taylor Swift on a continuous loop. <laughs> oh, that's I think that's considered like psychological uh torture. I, I would think so, but didn't, it would be worth it. Didn't they do that at um not with Taylor Swift, but they did that at uh um shit, at Waco. They blasted some ridiculous pop music on loop and just drove them insane. Uh, it says, two weeks after protesters cordoned off and occupied parts of Capitol Hill, not Capitol Hill in D.C., but this neighborhood precinct in, in Seattle known as Capitol Hill, now named the Capitol Hill Occupied Protest, or CHOP, Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin announced on Monday it would be disbanded. I like Chaz better. Chaz just sounds yeah. dou- douchier than CHOP, so... I miss Chaz. I was about to say that. Officials didn't share a specific timeline for clearing the area, and Durkin said the goal is to have people leave voluntarily. Good luck with that, considering you told them for two weeks now that they're good. You're good. You guys are. You guys are a peaceful. What did she call it? Like summer of love type type ordeal. Love fest. Love fest. Yep. So now she. They're just hoping that. They'll just leave voluntarily because we said, no, no, not anymore. Seattle police officers spoke to Newsweek on the condition of anonymity, anonymity, uh, whatever that word is. I can't, I have a hard time pronouncing. You know what it is. Said protesters don't have to listen to law enforcement. Police officer said protesters don't have to listen to law enforcement. The officer expected protesters won't be keen on vacating the area, potentially leaving officers with one option, to use force. Yes, if you let you let your kid get away with whatever they want for a couple years or a couple weeks or whatever, you let them keep doing the same thing over and over and over, you think you're going to be able to go to them and say, now stop doing that, and they're going to stop right. doing it? Yep. No, that's not how it works. You're going to have to grab them up, and say, hey, we're going now, and like drag them out of the store kicking and screaming. That's how it works. Yep. We've all seen it. Yep. We're all, we're parents here. We both have seen it. We both experienced it, and I'm sure everyone who exists has had it done to them, or they've had to do it to another kicking and screaming kid. We're no longer allowed to use things like tear gas and pepper spray. The only thing that we can use is our sidearms and our batons, the officer said. And we lose if we 
<laughs> Sounds much safer. Yes. <laughs> and we lose if we use force. It's going to look ugly. It's going to look ugly. It's going to be a mess. You, you oh. have put it to the point now where it's going to be messy no matter what. And You can thank your mayor for that one. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe they'll leave peacefully, but no, that's not how the way it works. As following criticism of officers' use of tear gas and pepper spray during recent protests against pr- police br- brutality, a federal judge issued a 14-day order banning the lac- the tactics, not the lactics. Ugh. Um, <laughs> days later, the Seattle Council... What's that? So that's a whole different weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know how that works. Um, days later, the Seattle City Council unanimously voted to ban the use of tear gas and pepper spray as well. Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best asked City Council to reconsider the legislation and allow officers to use the appropriate tools, quote-unquote, available to them when responding to the incidents. I'll just leave it at that. So, no, because... Oh, it didn't get into, because you had mentioned... Um, so this is talking about when she had made the decision to... Um, this band. So a couple days ago, probably three or four days ago, uh, I had seen a video of a bulldozer starting to roll t- towards Chop, Chaz, whatever you want to call it, and was going to bulldoze the barricades, probably the permanent ones that the city taxpayers paid to set up. And yes. so they're going to bulldoze it and take it down. And you had said you had seen that people were starting to lay down in front of it. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, people laid down in front of the bulldozer and uh, starts, they moved their tents so that they were like right next to the police precinct because it's like they're not giving up the ghost. Right. So did they back off then? It's still it's still a thing. It, yeah, it's, it's currently still a thing. But um, as I was telling you a little bit earlier, someone got shot. Oh, two people got shot t- uh, today. So a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old got shot. And I do they know the who did it? Uh, yes, they have someone in custody. I've got, this was June 29th. So today, um, another mm-hmm. shooting in Seattle. Police-free autonomous zone kills a man and critically injures a boy. So this one, I'll pull this one up too. Might as well. This is from CNN. So you know we're being... Fair and balanced by getting both sides of the story. Can we say that? Fair and balanced? Uh, Sure. I mean, an anonymous source told me that this is fair and balanced. says, (laughs) a shooting in Seattle. Here, let me blow this up a little so you can see it better. A shooting in Seattle's Capitol Hill occupation protest area Monday morning left one man dead and 14-year-old boy critically injured, bringing more scrutiny, scrutiny to the autonomous protest zone it's not an autonomous protest zone if it's called chop it's an occupation protest zone exactly they need to get their shit together no call it what you like like pick a side is it an autonomous zone or is it just a protest zone yeah we did when investigators arrived they found a white jeep cherokee riddled with bullet holes so it wasn't just like one shot it was just like open fire yeah they let loose it says, we were told that there were two men inside the vehicle and both had been shot. The two occupants were taken to medical center in critical condition between 3.15 and 3.30. The man later died and the 14-year-old boy remains in critical condition, the hospital said. 
Monday's attack is the fifth shooting now within two weeks in CHOP area. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there are several shootings. It says it's the second one that's turned fatal. So it's the second one where somebody died from it. I think the very first shooting that we talked about last week was the first death. Yeah, it is. Thousands of protesters have occupied the area, a four to six block section of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood, um, blah, 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 following the death of George Floyd. It says, the police chief said violence in the autonomous zone is a real problem, and she questions why would we continue to allow this to happen? Good question. Why are we allowing this to continue to happen? Um, it's like, pick a side. Are are you going to let them be their own thing in their own autonomous area? Or are you going to take back control of it and mm-hmm. make it be part of the city again? Because yeah. the mayor doesn't seem to get her shit together and can't decide. Because if they're in an autonomous zone and somebody gets shot in there, they're on their own. I mean, it's up to them to work it out. It's up to them to... um have a citizen's arrest and do whatever they want for their own trial. They can, for all we know, they could hang the people in the streets because they're in autonomous zone. If that's what you want to allow them to be. But if you're not going to admit that this is now an autonomous, completely separate from your city, then you need to get back in there and gain control of your shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Chaz is like, or the mayor's like, Oh, well, you know, Chaz thinks they're a big boy now, so we're going to go let him sleep in his treehouse and, and pretend like it's his own house. Right. But then he catches it on fire, and then you're concerned. It's yeah. like, well, you Chaz, can't have it both Chaz is hungry up in his treehouse. We better bring him some food. It's like, no, you, you yeah. wanted Chaz to live out on his own. <laughs> it's right, not, exactly. It's not a treehouse if it's an autonomous zone. It's your own damn house, and you pay the rent on your own, and... You put out the fires on your own. But if it's the treehouse, then you need to go gain more control of that treehouse and say, hey, this is my damn yard still. You're going to do what I say. Exactly. Yep. You can't let Chaz run all over you. So, I mean, because now you have what well, was the the, go- the godmother of the kid who got shot last week. She wants to press charges be- of the leaders of Black Lives Matter because they didn't let the police in. You know, she said, you say Black Lives Matter, but you, my kid died and or my godson died because you guys had an agenda. Mm-hmm. And now you have what uh, business people in Seattle, they're wanting to sue the city because they Seattle let this happen. Right. They Businesses are getting shut down, burned down, whatever is happening there. We don't even really know what all is happening in there at the moment with businesses and stuff, but I know it's probably not good. We know that one business owner got his ass kicked and his and his building like tore up, and um, yeah, I I can see why they'd be frustrated with the city. Is this an election year? Because Durkin's fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no kidding. I don't see a lot of um, high dollar like companies supporting her after all no. this. I mean, she might yeah. get the vote of. You think she's actually even going to get the vote of those people in there? I don't. It ain't that a bitch. <laughs> yeah, the the people that she's been coddling all the time, they're not gonna vote for her. They're, they're. they're I mean, yeah, they. She's she's fucked either way. So, um, yeah, she is. 
she's trying to play this ultra left wing and like like we said a couple weeks ago that I think it's just an agenda against Trump to just because Trump's against it so she's for it so she's just kind of uh going back and forth with that and playing her own politics with it but yeah that's it's not good for anybody right now including her right no exactly so I don't know how this how she's going to play it out but either way it's a lose lose for her yeah, well, we also had, uh, about a week ago, protesters were attempting to set up an autonomous zone in D.C. called the Black yeah. House Autonomous Zone. Instead of the White House, they're calling it the Black House. And um, yeah. Trump pretty much said no to that because it's Trump and he's not going to allow that in his city. Um, did well, that... I think they, they weren't even going to try until he said... I'll be damned if there's going to be an autonomous zone put up in Washington, D.C. And then they said, oh, yeah, watch this. They said, hold my beer. Exactly. (laughs) So, but fortunately, the or unfortunately, I don't know any way you want to look at it, but the cops were on it and tore it down. So, right. Yeah, it says they attempted to create a perimeter in the area on Monday. It's unclear how large the area is. They blocked off that St. John's. Mm -hmm. Episcopal church um, that was burned right during the first weeks of the protest. It was, I think, vandalized again last week, wasn't it? And so, and that that church can't catch a break. No. But, uh, and you have another case where the mayor of DC is, is supportive of this autonomous zone being made. So, well, yeah, because it's, um, I, again, it's a mayor that, is opposed to Trump, and they're going to go against whatever Trump says, regardless of how good it is or bad it is for your city, even though they can see how well it is um, flourishing in Seattle because they have this agenda against Trump. They're like, yeah, let, let's let it happen, and let's see where this goes. Just They're just fighting back against Trump because because they can, and it's just kind of ridiculous. It's like, Instead of playing politics, instead of saying, hey, I don't like what you're doing, so I'm just going to do this anyway, why don't you think about the people of your town that you're supposed to be here working yeah. for? Like, right. you're you're here for the people. You're a public servant or a public uh, politician or whatever, yet you are, you're just playing your selfish game against Trump because, because you want to, because, because you want you're to throw a fit. With what? the president of the United States, and mm-hmm. that's that's it. Yep, it's just them um, throwing their tantrum and trying to get their way just because somebody said no. It's not because they think anything good about it, I'm sure. It's just because somebody told them no, and they're going to say, fuck that. Yeah. You know, the ironic thing is that the very document that gives them their power that prevents Trump from coming in and, and doing what he wants, the Constitution, mm. is the same document that these protesting groups want to get rid of. Well, yeah, because the the, the Constitution is so racist and so... Right. And so it much... Written by racist it, white slave owners. Yeah, I had seen, um, whether you're for him or against him, I had seen uh, Ben Shapiro at a... He was doing like a college talk or something like that, and he had said that the Constitution was like the greatest document ever written. And this mm-hmm. this college female stood up and was like, "How can you say this is the greatest document ever written when it supports the um, um, racism? It 
supports uh, genocide against Native Americans and this and that and this and that. And Ben Shapiro's like, where does it say that in that in the Constitution? And she's like, what? And he's like, you you said that it's not the greatest because it says all this. Where does it say this in the Constitution? She's like, well, I'm not exactly sure, but and he's like, it doesn't. It doesn't say it at all. He's like, yeah. you're judging what I said based on the sins of the authors. He's like, yes, the authors had slaves. Yes, the the authors had their own sins and their own problems. He's like, I didn't say they were the greatest men in the world. I said this document is the greatest document in the world because it allows um, amendments to be made to to change these problems that that we these these stains on our on our um, system or on our government and stuff like that. He's like, this thing is ever evolving. He's like, no other document is like this that that just changes as we decide. No, this is a problem. We can change it with amendments. He's like. That's what makes this, and he's like, basically, she was speechless because she gets up saying all this stuff, and she has no clue even what the hell she's even talking about. Right? Yeah. yeah. They, you know, don't they? They don't read the Constitution in school. You know, they go by mm-hmm. what the professor tells them in school of what the document is. And I sat through my American history class, and I remember what my professor said about these guys were slave owners. They wrote the Constitution to protect rich white people. That that's what he said. But if you read the Constitution, it doesn't say anything about that. You know, it doesn't protect their property. You know, right. it just is. They're very careful to set up that it doesn't protect property. You know, it. and then I, I love when they throw up the three-fifths clause. You know, well, it only says that slaves are only three-fifths of a person. Well, of course, it says that because if a slave owner owns a slave, they own their vote. If that was a full person, the South would way outnumber the North in votes. Right. And they would have slavery forever. And all that's been amended since then. Exactly. Like none of that, all that's null and void now. Yes, those people were, were bad for certain things they did. But the document has ever changed to be inclusive now of African Americans, to be inclusive now of women and stuff like that, that didn't exist back then, now exists because of this document that allows that to happen. No other country has a document like that where... If we decide as a nation that this is a problem, we can shift it a little bit over here yeah. to fit. So, yeah, it, but it stops the federal government from coming in and doing what the hell they want in states and cities, mm-hmm. period. And, yep. and that's the most important part. Yeah, and um, of course they'll use the Constitution for that. To say, mm-hmm. hey, you, you you can't come in here and do this because the Constitution says so. But then, uh, like you said, on the other hand, they'd be like, fuck the Constitution, it's racist. And it's just like, right, yeah. they, they just pick and choose what they want to, in order to make their point, to get their point across, to be heard, or to justify what they're doing instead of taking it all yeah. And being okay with the Constitution or throw it all out the window. That's that's the way I see it. It's like, if you're going to say fuck the Constitution, well then, shit, we can have a dictator that just comes in and blows through you and rolls tanks through Washington, D.C. if you want, if that's what you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because you know he would love to. <laughs> yes, I, I'm sure he is itching to, to do that because um, he's thrown around the idea of martial law for several weeks now. And it's the Constitution that's keeping him from imposing that martial law, 
even though, um, like we said before, there is the things in place that, like the pandemic, with, mixed with the uh, social unrest and stuff like that. I mean, we're getting to the point where if things don't get much better or, God forbid, get worse, I mean, martial law could constitutionally be imposed. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he throws around the term martial law like I throw away, throw around Kim K. <laughs> Three weeks in a row. I had to. I had uh, to. Yes, I guess. <laughs> Bill is a big fan of Kim Kardashian, so if you want to get him something for his birthday this year, get him a, get him something with her face on it, like a T-shirt with her face on it. Uh, so yeah, that's going on with Chop. Um, DC, there's still other stuff going on. Um, uh, they're pushing to make DC the 51st state. Yeah, yeah, for purely political reasons. Obviously, you know, it it gives the the Democrats because it would be a Democratic state. It gives them two additional seats in the in the Senate, which would give them a supermajority. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's purely political it's not nothing to do with making these you know giving the people of dc more rights or whatnot well wasn't dc set up as not a state so it was like its own non like voting section because yeah just because of the way it's set up (laughs) exactly yeah yeah exactly Uh, you know there's been a, a huge history of them trying to make dc a state and it always comes back to that just throws the balances off the scales off mm-hmm. too much and gives too much of an agenda for the politicians in that area. So, you know, it's, that's why they've decided to keep it in an autonomous zone. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you, I would think that if DC had its own votes, that would, that would have a lot more weight. I mean, yeah, it's still just a vote, but DC votes would have more weight than like, Iowa votes because of where oh, it's yeah. strategically located. I, yeah. I I understand why they set it up that way. And I think it should stay that way, especially not, not that I'm only against it because it's Democrats like trying to get extra votes. I, I don't, I don't see, I don't think it should be made a state just for a political reason. Like we get places like uh, Puerto Rico that have been trying They've been trying to make a state for how many years now for economic reasons, for this and that. I mean, there's a lot more reasons for that than making D.C. a state just to get extra senators. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, I don't know. It's it's dumb, you know, and it's purely to get Trump out of the office again, mm-hmm. you know. So that That's their, the big goal. So get Trump out of office, whatever it takes. Yep. Burn it all down as long as Trump gets out of the office. Give everybody yes. Corona as long as uh, Trump gets out of the office. So, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's where we're living in this world. So, we've got... Then we also have um, businesses against Trump. We've got all these businesses coming out against Facebook because Facebook is the one social network that has not decided to censor the stupid things Trump says just because of free speech supposedly yeah right so, so. I, I i agree with uh i think you said a couple weeks ago that you thought facebook was trying to get the uh the republican convention yeah and- yeah and i don't remember if we mentioned that on here if we were just talking about it and that's why i said supposedly um i had heard 
I haven't seen it official, but I had heard that Facebook was going to sponsor the Re- Republican National Convention, and then it all clicked with me. It's like, well, no wonder why uh, Zuckerberg's not trying to censor Trump. It's not because he's all about free speech, because look at all the shit that he censors all the time. Like we were saying last week, we get censored for trying to send private messages if it doesn't fit the agenda. But if he's trying to get this um, big sponsorship with the the Republican National Convention, of course he's not going to butt heads with Trump. Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's costing him now because uh, Facebook is has dropped value fifty five billion dollars. Uh, One hundred and fifty sponsors have dropped out of Facebook because they're saying that they feel like Facebook needs to crack down more on hate speech. So um, Starbucks just dropped out. Um, Coca Cola, Toyota. Um, I mean, it's just been a domino effect. Um, but it's like you know, again, who decides what the hate speech is? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, it's hey, speech me, it's is just whatever you disagree with. Exactly. Exactly. You know, censoring on social media is the new, uh, you know, censorship of newspapers and free speech. Mm-hmm. So it's, you may not like what people say, but they have a right to say it. Yeah, and if you get tagged uh, as hate speech, man, I mean, that has a lot of bad implications. I mean, just say on Twitter alone, if Twitter takes that, as like a public person, you get that little validation check mark next next to your name, and if, mm-hmm. if Twitter takes that that check mark away from your name just because you say something they deem as hate speech, man, that has a lot of a lot of gives you a lot of problems. I mean, it, yeah. it there shouldn't be that much weight in your social media presence, but there really is. I mean, if you don't have as a public figure, if you don't have that check mark, I mean. Who's to say you're even who you say you are at that point? You could be um, somebody doing like a, a fake account of yours. So, I mean, right. for that, that, that check mark is really important. So if they decide, hey, you don't get this anymore. I mean, that, that has big implications alone. Not to mention, like we said last week, shadow banning where nobody can see your posts, where you think your, your information is getting out there, but it's not. And all of a sudden where as a social media company, you're getting most of your income through social media. Now, all of a sudden, your customers or your your um, your listener base, your viewer base is no longer seeing your content. Mm-hmm. You no longer have an income. You no longer have a business. Yeah. Well, and that- I mean, and also the way things are going, I mean, they consider people saying all lives matter hate speech. Mm-hmm. You know, they consider people saying blue lives matter hate speech. You know, they, you know, you post the first uh, verse of the star spangled banner, you know, and it's going to be considered hate speech, you know? So it, it just is going to be a, a nasty, nasty way to fall. And, um, you know, I, I don't know how long people are going to be on Facebook. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I said, we've been, just having our own personal little issues with Facebook and we haven't even like ruffled any feathers yet. So I haven't listened to this episode yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we're still pretty small, that small peanuts here. They don't, they don't care about us too much. So, um, so share us so that they care. <laughs> exactly. I see it as a, a badge of honor when you get your first Facebook strike or your first YouTube strike because that means you're doing something right because you're ruffling yeah. feathers. I think everybody should be ruffling feathers and um, shaking things up a little bit instead of just saying what everybody wants you to say. 
Exactly. So, um, again, it's just it's just whatever they say is right or whatever they say um, is acceptable speech. Um, mm-hmm. Then you also have like information like, for example, the, the coronavirus. It's like whatever we say is okay and safe is okay and safe, but what we say is unsafe and could cause death, you you should follow that. I have an article in front of me that says Black Lives Matter protests have not led to a spike in coronavirus cases, say a study. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hasn't there been a massive spike in coronavirus cases in the last three weeks, two weeks? Yeah. Since yeah. coincidentally Black Lives Matter protests have spiked? Yeah. Yeah. And predominantly oh. from what I read is like 30 to 40 year olds. Yeah. And most of those, uh, you know, most of those cities, you know, where it's happening at, where the spikes are, you know, that's where the, the protests have happened. And, you know, they rather push it off on people partying or, you know, well, the big one was uh, Trump's uh, convention he was doing. They said it was going to be a huge spread. You know, some of those cities like New York City, they refused to do contact tracing through the protesters. They were told not to. Right. And so it's like, how can you how can you even know when you're being told not to do any contact tracing on the protesters that are out there? Yeah. So, of of course, there's no spikes in those areas because you're not tracing anybody. You're not tracking anybody or testing yeah. anybody there. It's like when. Well, Trump, well it's like, <laughs> I don't know how accurate this is but they're saying that trump said if we stop testing so much cases would go down it's right the yeah, same yeah. concept it's like the same thing yes it sounds yeah. stupid coming out of trump's mouth but it also sounds stupid coming out of your own mouth too exactly yeah yeah so it's, it's but and and then if you look at it it's just like well if like this says there are no surges in in this says there's no, there haven't seen coronavirus cases surge in cities since the massive demonstration began. Then why the hell are we still being forced to wear masks to school, wear masks to work, wear masks to a restaurant if these people that are butted up to each other as close as you could, as close as a mosh pit at a concert, and they're not seeing surges and that's okay, but but for some reason, it, well, it's it's still not safe. Well, something's not right here. You're you're getting right. your information crossed up here, and yeah, yes, I I see that. On one side, they're saying, well, um, uh, civil rights issues are a bigger health crisis than than the pandemic is, and I I guess you can make that claim, but this here is specifically saying it's not saying. Hey, it's worth a risk for uh, civil rights issues. This is saying there are not surges in coronavirus cases in these situations, which means it can't possibly be so bad that we need to be wearing masks every time we walk out of our house. It can't be. Yeah. Well, and, you know, people have made the point rightly so that, you know, you can you can risk it in protest. You know, you can go and get in groups of a thousand people and, and go and tear down statues and protest and burn down buildings or whatever. But you can't go to your grandpa's funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't attend a church service. You can't graduate. You know, so it's like well, how priorities. Many, 
How many thousands of people went to George Floyd's funeral? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, priorities. He was that was an important death. Yes. And oh. yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's so hypocritical. It's so like back and forth. It's just whatever they want you to think right now is what we're going to we're going to tell you. And and you just got to you got to believe it. You just got to trust it. Yeah. And if you don't, you're a racist. Which is yeah. funny because the same people will say, don't trust God, like don't believe in God because there's no proof of it. And then we're, we're believing these people that are saying all this stuff that there's no proof behind or there's there's no backing it because you can't possibly have medical backing saying, hey, this is going to flatten the curve, but these protests aren't causing surges in cases. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no way you can medically prove that. No, that's ridiculous. So um, we are sitting right under an hour. So I think this is a good time to take a break. Um, talking, just kind of hanging out today, just talking about all this stuff that's going on. We don't have like a super structured plan tonight, but we are going to get into a break. We're going to keep this one a little bit shorter so Bill doesn't get kicked out of his hotel room completely and he can enjoy the rest of his vacation and get back to us and get back to this normal show so, Bill, you got anything before we kick off this break? Oh, I think we've covered it for now. So we'll just jump back and do it afterwards. All right. We'll see you guys back here in just a few minutes. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast, that is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. back from our break our much needed break hope you all got a drink because you all have probably if you're still playing the drinking game you've probably blown through a lot right now um we've been talking a little bit about just kind of what's going on in the world like i said this is kind of a, a looser episode where we just kind of cover the topics that are going on we do have a little bit uh we want to discuss here in a few minutes but uh on the topic of the protests and stuff like that, I forgot to bring up this picture of these uh, people who are trying to supposedly protect their home from the pro the angry mob and protesters. So I'm going to share this this screen here. You've probably all seen it already, but it has to be shared. Bill, can you see this? These these guys here, the St. Louis couple <laughs> who pointed guns at Black Lives Matter protesters. If you haven't yeah. seen this, um, go look up St. Louis couple points gun at Black Lives Matter protesters if you're listening because um, you this is a must-see. You've got middle-aged man in khaki pants with a tucked-in polo shirt sporting a an AR at his hip, kind of like, like you said, Billy's, Rambo style. Holding it Rambo style. 
And then from the ship. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's held a gun before in his life. And then you got middle aged woman in her um legging pants and a, a blouse holding a small pistol up like she's shooting at the sky like she, Bonnie like she, Bonnie and Clyde. She looks like she's wagging her finger at them. <laughs> with with a don't, little pistol. Don't come yeah. over here. Yes. Does this not look like a modern day Bonnie and Clyde to you? Yes, I, I am intimidated. This I is, know. yeah, obviously these are two uh, prime uh, NRA members. Yes, definitely. They they know what they're doing. Don't fuck with them because um, you're going to get a bullet in your ass because these people definitely know how to shoot a weapon. Um, yes, they, to, they look like badasses. They, gonna, they need their own shit. Not going to get into this one, but it does say that the title of this article does say that the St. Louis couple modern-day Bonnie and Clyde, who pointed guns at Black Lives Matter protesters outside their mansion, say that they support the movement. Huh. Yeah. The, the funny thing is that these guys are civil rights lawyers that are <laughs> representing an African-American guy in his case against Bruce, police brutality in St. Louis currently. Um, so, so what are they, they doing? Come out... <laughs> well, apparently they said that the, uh, the protesters said that they were going to um, beat them up break into their house, kill their dog, and steal their guns. And uh, I, I don't know how they all said that while they were standing in the front there with his, M, with his uh, AR-15 and, um, and her little Derringer. <laughs> yeah, it to me looks like a very staged photo like this um, couple that's trying to, trying to be a badass Bonnie and Clyde staged photo op. That's just what it looks we like. Warriors, to yeah. I think they're being called Ken and Karen uh, across the internet currently. I mean, I hate the word Karen, but that's definitely a Karen. And I, I guess if, <laughs> if, Ken, if if Ken is the the male um, version of Karen, then he's definitely a Ken. So yes, we'll just definitely Ken. We'll just leave that at that. We, Don't, we have our own term for that. We like to call it um, khaki pants. <laughs> khaki pants. Yes, that's definitely khaki pants. Oh my gosh! Definitely don't mess with them. They're they're definitely the poster children of come and take them. <laughs> so oh boy, we did want to get into something a little different though. Um, there's this kind of trend going around Hollywood with all this stuff going on with Black Lives Matter. Um, we talked about the toppling of statues. We talked about the the kind of cancel culture that's going on. Well. Hollywood is jumping on this cancel culture and this big apology tour for their utterly blatant racism and insensitivity. I got this article here that I'm going to kick it off with. It's um, here. I'll pull it up. This is from IndieWire.com. This is titled, The Office, Family Guy, and The Simpsons are making changes after criticisms of racial insensitivity. When did we think that there wasn't insensitivity in any of these shows about not even just racial insensitivity about anything? That's kind of the gist of these shows is kind of poking fun at ignorance, especially The Office, poking fun at ignorance, poking fun at um, chauvinism, poking fun at like ignorant racism and stuff like that. And yet now... We are canceling episodes and pulling them from the air because these shows that 
poke fun of racial insensitivity are racially insensitive. So that this is so funny because, like you said, that's literally what they do. I mean, it's satire. This, this these old, outdated, you know, racial, you know, in non-political correct um, workplaces or or neighborhoods or whatever, and. And they're being shut down now because of the very thing that they're trying to highlight. Right. You know, it's just. Right. Especially like, I mean, when did we think Family Guy wasn't an insensitive show or The Simpsons or whatever? So this. Is there any Family Guy doesn't make fun of? (laughs) No. And it's kind of like, kind of like saying uh, South Park is bad because they make fun of people. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've done it. That's what their thing is. They make fun of people. Everyone. So it says The Office, Family Guy, and The Simpsons are the latest television shows to make changes amid the nation's ongoing protests regarding systematic or systemic racism and police brutality. The rap reports that a season nine episode of The Office titled Dwight's Christmas, that is a funny episode, by the way, has been in, edited to remove a scene where a character engages in blackface. Funny thing is in that episode, um, one of the characters, like, he's trying to do this, like, weird Pennsylvanian Dutch kind of Amishy type German culture, um, their Christmas. Uh, Dwight is just an awkward character, and he dresses up this weird version of kind of like a mean Santa Claus. And his, like, little gnome guy that's supposed to be with him is dressed in blackface, and he starts coming in, and somebody's like, he, he says that he's got this traditional such-and-such gnome that that dresses in traditional blackface, and they're like, we are not going to do that. And so he's like, oh, no, of course not. And so he calls the guy, and the guy's like, fine, and he just goes back to his car. So clearly they they pointed out in the show that this is wrong and it shouldn't happen. By means of a joke. Yeah. So it says, it's been edited to remove a scene where the character engages in blackface. The old version of the episode has been removed from Netflix and will not appear on Peacock. Well, I don't know what Peacock is. It's a new NBC streaming uh, oh, okay. channel. I'm out. When the series moves to NBC Universal, NBC Universal streaming service next year, <clears throat> the old version of the episode will be replaced with the updated version for syndicated airings, according to the publication. The Office is about a group of people trying... We don't need to know what The Office is. We all... If you haven't seen it, go watch it. So it says, The show employed satire, like you said, to expose unacceptable behavior, like we said, and deliver a message of inclusion. Today we cut a shot of an actor wearing blackface that was used to criticize a specific racist European practice. Again, they were using it to criticize racism and to show this is stupid was that yeah they're they're criticizing they're not glorifying right right they're they're saying it's unacceptable that's the whole scene it says blackface is unacceptable and making the point so graphically is hurtful and wrong i'm sorry for the pain that it caused oh my gosh nobody cared up till a week ago nobody gave a shit because yeah. if they did, it would have been removed and pulled from it the week that it was released. Exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't causing pain. It's just people are getting their panties in a bunch and going and looking for every little thing now and oh, making a oh, big yeah. deal about it. Yeah. 
Okay. Do you do you want to you want to move on to the one that hurts my soul? Yeah, I mean it's basically the same thing because we all know this talks about the Office, Family Guy, and The Simpsons. We know The Simpsons took a Pooh's character, yeah, the guy who voiced the the Indian guy, very st- stereotypical Indian voice. They've been talking about removing him for a while now, and so they apparently yeah. did that. But yeah, the big one. Go ahead. Cleveland show. Oh yeah, uh, where they got uh, the guy that plays Cleveland is leaving because of that. And to be honest, I had no idea who played uh, Cleveland. Yeah, I didn't realize it wasn't a black guy. I, I know he did that good of a job. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, he's leaving the show because um, it's insensitive for white people to portray people of color or biracial people now. Yeah. And, and it, it, what was the, you and, just read a quote of who, which yeah, one was that? Uh, that was Jenny Slate, who was apologizing, which she has many things to apologize for, including uh, Chipmunks SOS. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but she came out and said that apparently she played a mixed girl whose mom was half Jewish. And she thought it was okay because she herself is half Jewish. And said that she uh, she realizes now that she is part of the racism that has been going on in Hollywood. And she needs to rectify her small part in that and um, try to be less racist. So this character... And, this character... And, and her it's all about her privilege. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. And, and her racism that she didn't know about. Yeah. Okay, first right. of all, her character, like you said... Was part Jewish, part white, part African American, or something like that. So, mm-hmm. are we supposed to find the one actress or actor out there that is all white, Jewish, and African American all in one? Because if you don't include all of that, then you're being racially insensitive. So, yeah. I mean, how, uh, how how do you? I mean, how do you find that person? First of all. <laughs> That's a hell of a casting call right there. Right. Very, very specific guidelines. Well, and Kristen Bell also came out because of a character she played that was mixed that she says that, again, her white privilege caused her to think it was okay to take this job. And she now realizes she shouldn't be taking away from the African-American culture by, by doing this kind of part. Which one was the one that said that they were racist for they didn't realize that they were racist for doing it. Was that that was Kristen Bell? Yeah. Here's my response to that. If you don't, if you don't dislike black people or other races, you're not racist. Just because you took on a part and played that part doesn't mean you're racist. So, and I had mentioned this to you. What about? <clears throat> what about? Females playing, like, children male parts. Like, yeah. um the, the actress that plays Bart Simpson's voice. Does she need to, to apologize for being sexist now? Because she didn't realize that only a male, a child male, should play that part? No, because she wasn't infringing on, um, on a protected race. Um, white men are okay to make fun of. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. We gotta, you gotta but clear I, that up. I want... I think Kristen Bell needs to apologize to you um, personally because of not this role, but 
she plays in Frozen. She plays a ginger. She's not a ginger. And um, I'm sure that hurts you. It does. It hurts my feelings with my ginger beard here. And yeah, just so a ginger Christopher beard, Paul, not full ginger. Her freaking blonde privilege is stepping all over. So This whole thing is getting so ridiculously out of hand. And the one you were saying yeah. that you hinted at that, that hurts us the most is uh, Community is removing oh. an episode. Um, if you haven't seen Community, it's it's a group of racially diverse and gender diverse group. I mean, you got like a couple African-Americans. Donald Glover was in it for several years. Yeah. Um, you got a couple white people. You got Muslim, Jewish, Jewish woman, a Muslim. Um, so, yeah, it's just a big, diverse group in a community college. And there's one episode where Chang is the guy's name. What's what's his what's the actor's name? Ken, oh, Ken okay. Jong. Ken, Ken. Yeah. Ken Jong. Yeah. Yeah. Ken Jong. Um, so I'm going to pull up. Yeah. He's Chinese, but they're playing Dungeons and Dragons and he wants to play the black elf in this dark, game. Uh, dark elf. Dark elf. The dark elf. So, my bad. I I'm not no, a okay. Dungeons and Dragons person. So, I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'll pull up this article so we can see just how ridiculous this is. And again, they're they're kind of criticizing the the ignorance in this episode. Yes. Yeah. This, this says um, you'd have to kind of know references to the show to get some of their innuendos, but it says no, you don't have Changnesia. Community has become the latest sitcom to remove episodes from streaming services over blackface. <clears throat> per deadline, uh, the season two episode Advanced Dungeons and Dragons has been purged from Netflix and Hulu as the character Ben Chang, portrayed by Ken Jong, dressed up in fully black makeup and a white wig to play a fantasy role-playing game. Chang likens himself as a dark elf or a drow. Drow, drow, drow yeah. trying to get yeah. into the psyche of brutal brutalitops, Brutality. the magician. Sorry, again, I'm not well versed <laughs> in Dungeons and Dragons, but okay. his fellow classmate Shirley, portrayed by Yvette Nicole Brown, calls his look a hate crime. So again, he's portraying an ignorant person doing an ignorant thing, and they point out, you probably shouldn't do that. Making kind yeah. of a joke of it, but also stating, don't do this thing. And I, I have an image of him right here. This is this is what <laughs> this is what he did for the show. Oh, uh, that is Ken Ken Jong in full blackface being racist towards the dark uh, elves. I mean, I guess the dark elves should be um offended about this. But again, like I said, in the in the show the African American woman in the show says, "I think that might be a hate crime," and he's like, "Oh," and that that was it. They didn't like have him wear yeah. it around the whole episode. They didn't they didn't act like it was okay at all. They they made very clear that's a problem. You are an ignorant idiot. Stop doing that. But and, for some, go ahead. There's people that have pointed out that you know that episode is actually a very good suicide awareness. Like episode, oh, yeah. you know, and but that whole part gets swept under the the rug. Yeah, because that episode ridiculous. that they all play Dungeon and Dragons because there was one kid in there that um 
was really depressed and borderline suicidal and they were just trying to save him so and he was into Dungeons and Dragons so they all got into this game just to kind of like kind of accept him into the group and stuff and say hey we care about you but yeah none of that matters because of this one funny part in my opinion but what do I know I'm a white guy so right yeah it's our privilege speaking yeah obviously it's my um unconscious racism talking that that again this this show's been around for the show's been off the air for what five years now. Oh, longer than that. Um, I want to say like two thousand, maybe thirteen, fourteen, something like that. Yeah, so I mean, that, it's been a long time. That episode probably came out like nine years ago, and nobody yeah. made a big deal about that. So for people to come out and be like, "We're sorry for the pain that it caused." What nine years ago? Nine yeah. years ago, it caused so much pain that now we're deciding. Oh, this is a problem. We got to take this off. No, we're on a witch hunt now is what this is. Yeah. And I I got one I just read about before we went on. Apparently, there is an episode of the Golden Girls where um, they're wearing mud masks for a makeover day. And uh, apparently that episode's been pulled because you can't be um, serious. No, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah, that's that's how far this has gone. Mud masks are racist now. Yes, mud masks are, are now blackface. Okay, well, well, remember that in the spas, the mud spas, um, we better not see anybody going in and getting mud masks done because it's racist now. Another, um, actually, speaking of uh, community, one of the actresses in there, Alison Bree, she plays um, Annie in that show. She's also on um, Mad Men. She's... Um, one of the characters on Mad Men, she uh, is regretting voicing a Vietnamese American character in the show BoJack Horseman. Have you ever seen BoJack Horseman? No, I never have. This is, again, another one of my favorite shows. So they're just, between The Office, Community, and BoJack Horseman, you're just, like, it's obliterating. Get out of yes. <laughs> so one of the main characters is a Vietnamese American journalist. <clears throat> and I didn't even know Alison Brie voiced her character, to be honest, but... Now she is coming out regretting voicing this uh, Vietnamese actor or Vietnamese character on BoJack Horseman. So yeah. here's that article. This is from Deadline. It says Allison Brie posted on Instagram Friday expressing regret over voicing the character of Diane Diane Wen. I think that's how you pronounce that. A Vietnamese American writer on Netflix, BoJack Horseman. In the statement, Bree says, We missed a great opportunity to represent the Vietnamese-American community accurately and re- respectfully. Bree's decision follows a number of white actors announcing this week that they are stepping down from voicing their animated people of color characters, including Family Guy's Mike Henry, Central Park's Kristen Bell, and Big Mouth's Jenny Slate. Additionally, The Simpsons yesterday said that they... The show will no longer have white actors voice non-white characters. Hank Azaria has been voicing, or has been the voice of the black character Carlton Carlson. He also was known for voicing Apu, a character which has long been criticized for its stereotypical depiction of Indian immigrants. Azaria announced in January that he will no longer play the character. Harry Shearer has voiced the black characters Dr. Julius M. Hilbert. Says Bojack Horseman ran for six seasons. Blah blah blah. We don't care really. All that to say, 
one sentence, which is, she feels regret for playing this voice. I mean, what, like, what's going on, really? Because we also have people playing the voices of talking horses on BoJack Horseman. Should we, should we be concerned about that? I think we need to be. Yeah. I think people are, PETA's need to get in on this. They do. Maybe we should call them. So, so we're on this white apology tour. Like if, if you are white, you, you must apologize for all your sins, all your, your, um, unknowingly biased, uh, things that you've participated in your, your white privilege. Like we said, your um, unconscious racism and stuff like that. I saw a video posted a couple days ago. This guy, I, I don't know if he was just, if he was serious or if he was just doing it to see if the woman would do it, but this black guy had a phone and he walked up to this white woman. She was wearing a freaking COVID-19 mask. Um, but he was like, I, I think you need to get on your knees and apologize to me for... Um, and and get on your knees in solidarity. I know you've seen that and how mm-hmm. basically like what um the Congress people did, the the House representatives did, how they got down on their knee and stuff like that. But he to- he just walks up to this random woman and is like, you're a white woman. I think in solidarity you should get on your knee and and apologize. And she did. She just got down on her knees, didn't say a thing, and she, she apologized for all the, the, the sins and the crimes of white people and for, for being yeah. unknowingly racist and stuff. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is right. this? This is like some kind of ritual that's going on. Yeah. yeah, it's it has. I mean, race has become like the next religion. You know, I mean, people are have made it that dogmatic, you know, where, like you said, people are coming out and apologizing for things they've done and or they haven't, haven't done. done. Exactly. You know, things that that white people hundreds of years ago did they're coming back and trying to apologize for you know and now you know you and i talked about hollywood has this they're hiring uh private investigators to go back into the past of actors and directors and cast and crew members to try to root out any racist social media or anything that's bit that's out there i mean it's just you know how how can people move forward when like you said there's currently a witch hunt going on Mm-hmm. You know, well, you're getting rid of all good comedy. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you need racism for comedy, but you have two types of comedy really in the last. Well, looking back in like the 90s, 2000, there was the blatantly racist comedians, and then there was the ones that would point out stuff like that and be like cynical of it by portraying it and kind of like what we're saying with the office and community and stuff like that, they're portraying it in a way to criticize it. And yet that that's still racist. Your best comedians are the ones that point out the flaws in the world and Mm -hmm. do it in a sarcastic or, or lighthearted way that people laugh, but you get like the George Carlin's out there. I mean, imagine George Carlin today, he would, he wouldn't last. He'd get freaking shit thrown at him and boot off the stage. You'd get one of yeah. those giant canes, actually, that you see in the cartoons come and yank him off the stage because of the, the shit that he says. Yeah. Well, you know, it, with all the shit that's happened in 2020, you know, 
and the things who knows what's going to happen. One of the things that to me is a real sign of the end times is that I'm, I've really been agreeing with Bill Maurer lately. <laughs> it's, it, it's true. I sent you like three videos yesterday. I'm like, why I am I agreeing with this guy? Because I used to like <laughs> I know. not listen to any of his shit. I used to hate his shit. And now he makes sense. And one of the things he's saying is these, you know, white pe- self-hating white people, self-hating white folk, as I like to call them, you know, going and, and they're apologizing for this this racism or for appropriation of black culture and stuff. And they're they're just wanting the black community to absolve them of their sins and be like, you know what? It's OK. You're one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. And you're just you're putting that burden on the black community when it's like, you know, they don't give a shit. That's they what really I was going to say. Are the, are the, is the black community asking for this? Are they the no. ones coming out and saying, oh, that, that dark elf, that offends me? Or is it a bunch of self-hating white people that are like, oh, shit, we shouldn't have done that. That might offend yeah. somebody. We we need to take that off right now. And it's like. Because we, we know the way people work when they're truly offended by somebody or by something. They protest the shit out of it and they get yeah. it shut down immediately. Like. The office, if if the office or community or whatever was as damaging as they are apologizing for, it never would have made it a whole season. It wouldn't have. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, people got Sonic the Hedgehog changed because they didn't like how he looked, because he didn't look right. like the video game character. Yeah. You think they're going right. to let something that's that blatant, supposedly yeah. that damaging, make it? this far like 10 15 years later right yeah absolutely and you know the two that you haven't heard about that i'm waiting for is uh robert downey jr and traffic thunder and uh and blazing saddles you know i mean mm-hmm. both of them have a good message behind them i'm just waiting for those to come out i did see somebody had mentioned i don't think he's come out and apologized or anything like that but somebody they were talking about people dressing up as black people in in movies, and one of them was Robert Downey Jr. Jr. in um, *Tropic Thunder*. And so, I, I mean, maybe he'll stick his guns and be like, "You're yeah. miss, you're missing the point here," or maybe right. he'll be. And, and it's a video with him, but that was before this happened. But he's you know said that it's actually talking about you know the the um, pompousness of an actor to think that they can, you know, like a method actor, that they can cross that line. I think it's okay. And so. But but that doesn't matter because all the rest of these was talking about one actually serious, literally called it a hate crime. And then the other one was just like, no, we're not doing that. And they made a point to point out that this was stupid and racist. But yeah. For some yeah. reason, we still this is still racially racially insensitive. Even though we're pointing out that it's racially insensitive, it's racially insensitive to point out that it's racially insensitive. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I, I'm waiting for what was it? There's a famous actor who won an Oscar for portraying Gandhi, and he's not an Indian actor. I think his name is it Ben Kingsley. I think played him, and he played he played Gandhi back in like a '70s movie and uh won an oscar for it and it's like i'm waiting for it to come back down and be him and say well i'm sorry i'm gonna get back this oscar because i'm not really indian um i'm english and so here you go sorry i mean well what about how Char- far do you take- what about charlton heston playing moses moses probably wasn't a white white blonde haired guy there's no way right. he was living definitely not the president of the nra 
<laughs> I mean, when when are they going to pull uh, the the annual viewing of Moses or the Ten Commandments or whatever that movie is called That's that Charlton right. Heston's in? So yeah. it, it's, I mean, it can, you can just keep going and going with it, you know, and so that's why it's real troubling that they're going down this path because they they can go back and strip film history, literary history, play history, you know, to the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, for the things that they've done. Yeah. So. Yep. So it will be interesting because once you journey down that trail, you can't just you can't backpedal. You can't pull back on it and be like, all right, this is our stopping point. Everything else is fine. No, once once you've gotten to this point where the black, the dark elf is a problem, there's so many bigger problems out there, more offensive things out there. You can't just draw a line and be like, well, this is the line. This is where we're going to stop. No, you got to yeah. keep going. And it's just going to keep spiral completely out of control. It's going to get even more ridiculous. And like we talked about last week, I mean, you're getting into the place where you're playing thought police mm-hmm. when you're trying to determine the reason why these actors are taking these roles, you know, by saying that Ken Young is trying to be a racist character by playing blackface. It's like, no, but yeah, but you're, you're creating that, that narration. Now you're that narrative that that is a racist thing, even though he's playing cosplay, you know, which people thousands of, People, millions of people do every year. Right. Now we, so. yeah, this we're putting new rules on everything, and um, it's. Do you think there's going to be any good comedy shows or movies out there after 2020 that you're going to want to watch? I, you know, I just like no one's going to want to be a cop, no one's going to want to be a comedian. Right. Exactly. Well, I think that music means it's time for. Our favorite section of this show, which it kind of goes right along hand in hand with what we're talking about here. Um, this next section is called, and this is our weekly segment, so you should know by now what it's called, but it's called the Party Line Patriots. What the Party Line Patriots is, is this whole uh, polarized shouting, screaming back and forth, telling everybody they're wrong, telling your neighbor that his opinion doesn't matter or it is racist or hateful or whatever just because you don't agree with it. And the way we do this segment is we go out throughout the week and find all the best social media posts, all the best memes that we can of the eye rollers, the ones where we just say quietly or out loud to ourselves, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Um, so we found a couple of them and we got some doozies this week, so we'll get those pulled up. Like I said, this episode's a little bit shorter just because it's getting late and Bill probably wants to get back to his hotel room so he can spend a day on the beach, but we do have a few more things to cover here. So no worries. Here we go. I'm dedicated. Yep. You are in it for the hall and people should, people should like us for that. You know? You dedicated your vacation time, your sleep time, your beach time to come here and just bullshit with us just so people can enjoy this in their wonderful ear holes. <laughs> yep, I, I like to get in your ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Let me get this one pulled up. Screen sharing's a little different. <laughs> 
with Zoom, so hang on. Bear with me. All right, so this one says, it's a little small, but you can kind of see it. It says, the Seattle mayor is closing the settlement known as CHOP. It's being renamed to the Temporary Urban Retreat Development, or TURD. All right. I I, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not quite as douchey as Chaz, I guess. So I no, guess we could go with TURD. Not at all. Yeah, I, I like it. All right, this next one says, Who wants to start a paranormal investigation company with me? We'll start the hunt for those super leftist politicians that want to somehow overturn the Second Amendment after we've finished filming The Centaur and Hillary Duff died and has been replaced by double episodes. Explain this one, because I'm not even sure what any of this means. <laughs> I think they're trying to say there's no such thing as a super leftist politician that wants to overturn the Second Amendment. Oh, gotcha. So this is a leftist saying, like calling out, like, the crazy right-wing right. conspiracy theorists. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, it's... It, okay, no one actually is going to come out and say, yes, let's overturn the, the Second Amendment. But they are going to say, let's tax the hell out of ammunition. Right. Let's make it so we can only have a shotgun or something. You know, it's... So it's a little deceiving. Yep. It's really condescending. Oh, obviously. All these are condescending. All right. So I like I like the imagery in this one. Yeah, if, a little Sailor Moon. If anti-fascism is designated as terrorism, the state is openly admitting to its fascist nature. No. No, that's yeah. not it at all. It's not <laughs> designating anti-fascism as terrorism, it's designating the people who self-proclaim to be part of Antifa as terrorists, not yeah, anti-fascism. Yeah, people that, that burn buildings and, and break windows and hurt other people, that is considered terrorism. No, it's saying terrorists are terrorism is what it's saying. That's people it, right. that are terrorizing people are terrorists, are terrorists. By, by definition. Yeah. Yes. Yes, this is true. All right, this one says, Republicans say, Democrats were the ones who supported slavery and founded the KKK, not us. Republicans oppose slavery. Democrats say, let's take down the Confederate monuments. Republicans say, don't touch my heritage. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's exactly what they're saying. <laughs> I mean, I have heard people say that... that uh, Confederate monuments and stuff that that is their heritage that's their their whatever but yeah this is basically saying that you're calling your heritage slavery and stuff like that so I don't know we right. this one doesn't really have to be explained you know what it's saying but yeah. it's just one side throwing shit at the other side slinging shit to see right. who sticks and some of it may be the Republicans being like, no, we don't want you to tear that down because that's proof that you're a shithead. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. All right. My dog is in the room now. Um, at least nice. she didn't eat through the I wall. Probably... All right. So this one <laughs> just was funny because of that image of the khaki pants guy wielding the <laughs> AR and and uh, Karen holding her, her pistol. <laughs> this one is like a movie trailer. Instead of saving private Ryan, it says saving private property. 
starring Mark and Patricia McCloskey. I'm guessing that's what their their actual names were. Not, <laughs> not. It should say starring Ken and Karen. <laughs> it should. All right. Oh, oh, that wasn't for today. That's for some <laughs> other time. All right. So I got a couple more. Don't look at my Facebook. Um. So this one says, I love this one. It says, it's kind of whack that aborting a, comp- a clump of cells is murder, but a cop murdering a minority is just a misunderstanding. Hashtag, I said what I said. <laughs> so it's kind of whack that, yeah, abortion is murder, but murdering a minority is just a misunderstanding. First of all, that's apples and oranges. That's two completely different topics. I get that you can say, well, if you're pro-life, you should be pro-life for for minorities too. I haven't heard a single person ever say a cop murdering a minority is just a misunderstanding. Haven't heard it from a single person. Not the farthest right person in the world I haven't heard say that. Yeah. So this is what we still don't have our bullshit meter, Bill. This would be an 11 on the bullshit meter. Yeah, I'm feeling it from here. All right, this one one pissed me off and made my brain, like, melt. Says, phew, I was worried my CO2 levels would be high after wearing a mask all day in the clinic. But then I remembered I have lungs, kidneys, homeostasis, and at least a rudimentary understanding of human physiology. How fucking condescending is that one? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. And what the hell does kidneys have to do with breathing CO2 levels? In, in your lungs, don't want yes. to breathe back in the CO2 levels. If If all this were true, then when you cut the oxygen out of a room... You should be fine because your lungs, kidneys, and homeostasis should take care of the CO2 that you're putting back out in the room. You should be fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't have a rudimentary understanding of human physiology, (laughs) apparently. But I think that when people are getting headaches from wearing masks, the reason is because you're breathing CO2 in too much. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I don't have that understanding of human physiology. Have you have you seen that new one going around? I should have put it up because I've seen it a lot. That um, it says uh, wearing a mask is, is not a um, what does it say? Wearing a mask is not a uh, a, a courtesy check. It's an IQ test. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> All right, this one I apparently screenshot because you also get to see my little Google Maps in the corner, uh, but it says. <laughs> To be clear, we are not anti-police. We are anti-police brutality. Your inability to separate the two is equally problematic. I get what they're saying, and this one it doesn't make I'm not saying you're a fucking idiot for saying this, but I, what I am saying is there is a large majority of people that are clearly just anti-police. Not anti-police yep. brutality. They are completely anti-police. Like we don't want any yeah. of it. Yeah, like defund. Like Minneapolis. Like a Minneapolis. They're shutting completely down their police system, even though the city council people get to pay with tax the taxpayer dollar to get their own private security. Yeah. 
was uh, $63,000 for private security for the city council meeting. But these are the same people said that your expectation to have your house broken into is privilege. <laughs> so are they saying that they have white privilege because they can afford the 63? No, because they can't afford the 63,000. They're right. using your white privilege money to pay their $63,000 for exactly. the private security. I, for I, I think they're, the fact that they're expecting security is a privilege issue. Yes, absolutely. And it's the same people that are saying, we don't need the police. Let's get rid of the police. Yeah. Fuck the police. Yeah. But not when it comes to our personal safety, because we can afford, with your money, our own security. Yeah. So that was the last one. That was it for that. They're all I gave brain hurt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we keep getting more and more, I think, every week. And I'm gonna have an aneurysm reading through these every single week. It's it's just getting that that bad. But again, I think people's stupidity needs pointed out to them and or at least laughed at amongst us because yeah. I mean it's out well, there. Well, the, it's these meme warriors. I think they're untouchable. You know, they put it up there and, and then they don't respond to anything. They just kind of control the, the flow of traffic. And yes, right. absolutely. They need to be called out and made fun of. Or if they do respond, it's like, well, you're just uh, you're just ignorant or you're a racist for thinking. That. It's just like, no, I'm just yeah. I'm just asking you, like, what proof yeah, do you yeah. have that that's real? Right. You're just a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is when you're like, well, where'd you hear that? It's like, well, you're an ig ignorant fuck for not knowing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I I'm admittingly, admittedly ignorant to this topic by asking you what your source is. Yeah, and and that's what you're reverting to, resorting to is like you said last week is, is the name calling. It's like yeah, when, when you when you got nothing left to give, you resort to name calling. Yeah. It your yeah. intelligence shows when you resort to name calling. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I love it when the name calling starts. So because yep. it means I've won there. <laughs> yep, yep, and that's when it's just like on that note, you lose. Good night. I'm going to bed, and you're just gonna be the pissed off one. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I think that about covers it for this week. I can't wait to dig in a little deeper next week once we're both back. Yeah. In the yeah. the little basement room here, talking over each other. Right. Um, thanks. We're, we're going to blow some minds next week. Yeah, yeah, we got a good show planned up for next week. Um, kind of going along similar lines as last week when we talked about um, 1984 and George Orwell and stuff like that. We're not. That's not what we're talking about. But we're kind of staying on on course with with kind of tracking through history and bringing up some parallels with uh, historical events and stuff like that. So definitely tune in next week. We'll both be in here, um, get this thing back on track and going the way you guys are used to it. We definitely did not want to uh, miss out on an episode this week, though. So, Bill, thanks again for giving us your time, your vacation time. I know um, it's valuable to you and your family. So um, I'm going to let you get back to your room. Again, thanks to everybody who did share and support the show. and. Um, yeah did share it around because uh, we definitely appreciate that. And uh, I think we will make it up to you and content alone. I think will will be beneficial if we can build this thing up more, but also yeah. um, we're going to get some um, 
kind of reward programs for people that that support us and stuff like that. So look for that kind of stuff in the future. Um, yeah. Yeah. Please keep pushing. Keep pushing. Yep. Keep pushing that like button too. Hit like, subscribe, yep. all that fun stuff that that um, the young kids tell you to do on their YouTube videos because. Again, that's what gets our name out there. We forgot to mention where you can find us on social media earlier. Um, if you haven't found us by now, you can find us on Facebook.com slash BreakTheBell, uh, Twitter.com at BreakTheBellPod. Now I can't remember. You're rubbing off on me. Nothing to do with that one. It is late, though. It is almost 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, then oh, uh, Instagram at BreakTheBellPod. Also, we have a... a kind of conversational forum going on just uh look up on facebook break the bell forum you can get in you can kind of comment um leave your input post whatever you want if you find some good funny memes that you want you think we could include in some of this uh party line patriot stuff send those our way too um just get involved the more you're involved like i said the more we're out there the more we're visible got anything else to say bill if we happen to use one of your memes for the party line that you put up, then you may qualify for a drawing. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll have to come up with that drawing, though. We haven't haven't really worked that out yet. But, yeah, um, maybe we'll do a program where we do, like, the best memes and whichever ones we pick, um, we'll send out, like, some, some free stuff. That That's a good idea for a promo to get people, get people talking. So... Further info on that, we'll discuss that and uh, work out the details and get that thing going. So, otherwise, I think that's it. Like I said, um, go find information on your own. Go think for yourself. Don't let people tell you how to think. Don't tell let people tell you what you can and can't say. Don't stop talking because um, that's how uh, information is spread is through, the, through your voice. And that's how... Um, we can keep stuff like this going is by not relinquishing our, our freedom of speech and our freedom of expression and stuff like that. So I guess don't let people try to, you know, shame you into thinking you don't have an opinion because everybody has an opinion. They deserve to be heard. Yep. All right. We'll let you go. Have a good night. Um, We will be back here next week. Thanks a lot. 